What's up, everybody? Today is Friday, November 6th, and Eric, I am still, uh, I'm still shaky. I'm still, I'm on a action high. You are? To, yeah, I'm riding it, just riding it up a, up a mountain. Just what mountain. a night. What a night yeah. it was. Wednesday night, we talked about it, and it was, uh, what'd you say? Started. We started what'd the next season with an onside kick attempts. It's very yeah. off-brand. <laughs> And uh, we just went on from there, and it was a fantastic no, I, night. I think I know your answer to this. I mean, we hyped it all up. Um, we hyped it up all last week, but did it live up to expectation for you? Oh, and more. Okay. I mean, good. we I'm were, we were. It was awesome, as we've talked about on the show. You know, we we both handle all the social efforts um, and putting stuff out during the games. And, you know, the tweet deck, which is what we use, has a bunch of feeds. The Maction hashtag was blowing up. And I looked at some one point of the game, games, and uh, amidst a pandemic and all that's going on with election coverage in whatever it is, day six, day seven, I don't know. I've lost yeah. track of how many days. <laughs> um, we, were, we were sixth in the country. To, and so it, it lines up with Maction. It lines up with uh, being the only – ticket in town sports wise and, and to see everyone just weighing in and showing support of, of America's favorite conference uh, was, was awesome to see. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it says, like you said, obviously we were the only ticket in town that night. People wanted to watch football, but at the end of the day, I think it says a lot about our fan base. You know, it, they show up uh, when, when we're on and, and they definitely, you know, they're the ones that put us on the map, you know, not, not necessarily just the football games, you know, it's the excitement that that builds around Maxion that that's so fun about it. Yeah, um, it was it was a fun night, no doubt about it. Uh, being here in the office, like we talked about, having all I mean, I'll tell you what, having six games on at once, a little <laughs> intense, a yeah, little intense. Uh, we were built for it. What? We were built for it. We were we were built <laughs> for it. Uh, we got through it. it. It's tough, and there was a lot going on. Scored yeah. a, scored a lot of points. Yeah, sure um, had had some close games had a power outage at a game yep, yep. Uh, you know again mac very mac maction on brand for the entire night i know just just when you you know they tell you to expect the unexpected and i think we always come in prepared to expect the unexpected but i don't think we even expected the unexpected the no. way and that wasn't just a stadium issue in mount pleasant no, the whole no. campus that went out and uh, you know, to, to that game on ESPN. Yep. I mean, you know, it, we we got through it. And, you know, props to everyone at, at Central. I mean, they got yeah. they got everything back up and running very quick, and very lucky that it happened right before the half, and uh, we were able to to get right back into it. So really, no time lost. Uh, yeah. You didn't really know if you weren't there. The however many people were in attendance. Uh, you know, there was a minute left on the clock in the second in the second quarter there. Um, what stood out to you? On well, I was, I was going to ask you. I mean, we had a, a, a lot of games going on, obviously, like we talked about, not a lot of expected things. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we had the – I think the one thing that stood out to me, obviously, other than, you know, the amount of points that, that were scored throughout the game, um, was, you know, the depth of, of our league. Uh, we saw, you know, one of Miami's quarterbacks go down, Brett Gabbard, unfortunately. Um, with an injury and his backup AJ Mayer stepped in and threw three touchdowns and a win. So like we were talking about in the preview, 
you know, you just never know who's going to step onto the field and who can produce in this league. And I think that's what stood out to me the most. Yeah. I mean, one guy I think you uh, can make a case for producing in this league is Jared Patterson. Oh, man. Uh, Jared looked strong. Uh, the Bulls looked strong. Uh, congrats to Jerry. He, he uh, set the Buffalo rushing TD record at, at program record uh, with a 56-yard uh, <laughs> scamper to the end zone. Uh, you know, the, the Rockets uh, taking down BG in a rivalry game um, and, and doing it, uh, you know, in, in impressive fashion. Um, the Central Ohio game was was a great game. Back and forth uh, all game, yeah. The, the Buffalo – uh, or the um, the Ball State Miami game. Sorry, was a great game that came down to the last ten seconds. Yep. Uh, you know, the Western looked extremely impressive on both yep. the offensive and well, defensive. You know, we we talked to Tim Lester. You know, the on the coaches call, and you know, he was a, a bit worried about. You know, you lose a guy like John Wasik and and Levante Bellamy from your offense, and they almost put up sixty points. So. Um, you know, definitely, definitely interesting to watch over there for sure. Yeah. And what game am I looking Oh, Kent State. Kent State got back to, you know, yeah. doing what they ended last season with. And and that was another good game. Uh, that many East yeah. Michigan. That was another close game. So, uh, yeah, it was, it was great. Uh, three games that came down to sort of the final possessions of the game there. And, and then, um, you know, Western, Buffalo, and, and Toledo took care of business. Uh, you know, but – that's the beauty of this league is I don't know what to expect still this coming week. And, uh, you know, one game to definitely watch uh, that I'm really excited for is this Miami Buffalo game um, yep. on, on Tuesday night. I think it's going to be a really good game. Um, and, and, you know, I, I'm going to go through some of the others here. I don't know what other takes you had from the other night. No, no, yeah. I was just going to bring up uh, next week, you know, we, we do this midweek thing and, and we head into the weekend, watch a little college football, and then we start over for us. Um, so that, that that's fun for me. You know, I like having the weekend to kind of do other things. And then we come back and, and we're blessed with another six games of football on, on Tuesday and Wednesday. Um, definitely for me, I mean, I obviously you said Miami Buffalo is going to be it's going to be a huge game. I like Eastern and Ball State. I think that's gonna be that's gonna be a good game. Ball State gets back on their home um, their home turf or home field, um, playing in Muncie for the first time. So I think they'll uh, be able to show out. Um, but Eastern, like we saw with Kemp, um, it's never an easy win um, yeah. against Chris Creighton and the Eagles. So yeah, and we talked, you know, going back to Miami Buffalo. That game's on ESPN the, on Wednesday night. Another ESPN game. What yeah. I would circle that next day is Toledo Western Michigan. Absolutely. Uh, with how they both looked. Uh, on Wednesday night, that should be a really good game. And that's uh, the ESPN game that night. Uh, so, you know, those – but all these games, I mean, I love it. I love it so much. Um, highlighting everything that went on was was fantastic. And yep. I'm so glad that we're back. I'm so glad that the, the coaches and, and student athletes had this chance to, to get out there. And, you know, we'll, we'll knock on wood and, and uh, do everything we can to – to hope for another, you know, six games this next week as we battle this nasty uh, pandemic. I was, I was going to say, obviously, we're going to – it's a week-to-week thing, right? Um, we're we're going to go at this uh, on a week-to-week basis and, and see how things go. But right now, you know, everything's turning in the right direction for us to play some football, and, and hopefully we have enough games where we can host a champion. And I think that's obviously what everybody wants. So, No, no doubt. But, well, hey, 
We talked about it right off the jump. I think everyone's excited for next Tuesday and Wednesday already. I know that we got a lot more followers uh, on our account. I've talked to some other uh, others that uh, pro- pro- help promote our league that say, you know, they got a lot of followers and a lot of people that may have been watching Mac football for the first time and saw yeah. how fun it is. And we get a good kick out of being very interactive and, and posting a lot of fun stuff on our, our Twitter account throughout the games. And uh, we'll continue to do that. So, yeah, it, at the end of the day, we need, we all need uh, a little bit of fun. Uh, and, and we've been waiting for it um, for all this time. Uh, another thing we touched on and kind of bring up our, our guest of, of the week, uh, you spoke to it earlier, AJ Mayer came in and led the Red Hawks to victory uh, after Brett Gabbert went down uh, early in the game and put forth quite a performance. And many people, even in the Mac, probably don't know who AJ Mayer is. So we wanted to bring him on today. And uh, I think I think you all will will enjoy this interview for sure. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, great guy to talk to, you know, he's, he, he embraces the next man up mentality. And I think that's uh, what, you know, coach Martin really preaches uh, uh, down in Oxford. So uh, a great interview from a great guy and we wish him the best. So um, let's, uh, let's go ahead and bring on our guest, AJ Merrick. All right, everybody, we've got a very special guest with us this first week of the Mac football season, none other than A.J. Mayer, uh, Miami Redhawks registered sophomore quarterback. A.J., how are you doing today? I'm doing well. I'm excited to be on here. Uh, thank you for the opportunity. Uh, it's been an exciting past couple of days. Absolutely. I mean, I, right out of the gate, you guys come away uh, with the win uh, over Ball State, uh, get the home win, 38-31. Um, it comes down to the final seconds, but after such a long wait, and uh, then, you know, your teammate goes down, Brett goes down. Take us through what's going through your head just when that happens. I mean, I know as a quarterback, you always try to stay ready, but, I mean, tell us what really is going through your head when that moment happens. Right, yeah, when I first saw him go down, obviously the first thing I thought of was, wow, I hope he's okay. Because, I mean, I heard it and I saw it, and when I saw him knock it up, I was like, wow, that, you know, that could be something serious. I just hope that he's going to be okay after it. And then, um, you know, after that thought runs through your head, pretty much after it, you're just like, okay, time to go, you know, got to warm up, got to get ready and uh, just do what you know, I'm capable of, honestly. Uh, I just didn't want to think that the the moment was too big or anything like that. Just go in and, you know, have fun with it with all my teammates and basically just do uh, what I know I can do. Yeah. And I mean, I think Ball State is well-recognized, especially this year for having some of the you know, the best cornerbacks in the league, some of the best defensive players that we've seen in the back in a while. Just talk about a little bit about, you know, what you were seeing out there and how you guys attack that defense. Yeah, I mean, they they obviously do have a great secondary and uh, their corners are very good. But as soon as I got out there, um, you know, one thing that I noticed is they were trying to switch up coverages a little bit. You know, they're playing some quarters, playing some man and uh, playing a little bit of three, too. And, you know, something that we did was a game plan for those things all week because, you know, they had a new defensive coordinator. We didn't know exactly what they were going to be in. We didn't have a ton of film over it. So uh, we had a lot of um, things in that could attack multiple different defenses. And I think that's what uh, benefited a lot. Do you, do you got, do you think, you know, coming in as, you know, the backup, do you think you had a, a little bit of an edge kind of knowing that they didn't know what you were capable of coming in? 
Yeah, I would say so. I mean, I think I, I have a lot of attributes that people don't really understand, like my running, you know, I'm a little bit faster than maybe somebody think I am, or I can throw it a little bit farther. Um, I mean, that's just, I don't have any film, you know, so they didn't really know what I was capable of. Um, Ball State, they did recruit me, but then, you know, they, that was from high school, that was three years ago. So um, I think that I did have a little bit of an edge just because they weren't sure what I was going to be able to do. And also didn't know if I was going to be capable. And uh, that was the one thing I thought I did really well is just, you know, stay calm, stay poised and, um, you know, just play the way I can. Well, it, it definitely shows. I mean, we'll go through the numbers here, but 16 of 24, 212 yards, three touchdowns. And, and I mean, you haven't played a live, you haven't thrown a live pass in what, I mean, three years in a game? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Pretty, pretty, like pretty solid for <laughs> someone just coming out of there, clearly. And and it, it speaks to the fact of what you just said there at the start. You know, you uh, although your teammate goes down, um, you know, you got you got to do what you're there to do. And so, uh, you know, big, big props to you. The, the question uh, that I have next for you is Ball State was picked to be one of these teams that is competing in, in, a, in one of the better teams in the West Division by the media standpoint and coaches. And um, you guys were down at half and you were in a very close game. And that's kind of been Miami's whole thing. You guys have won a bunch of close games in a row. What's the mindset like? What's the confidence like in that locker room when you are in these close games? Yeah, I mean, I think something that um, that we struggled with, you know, a couple of years ago was trying to keep positive energy you know, on the sideline throughout the whole entire team. And, you know, at halftime now, we have some very experienced guys on the team. And, you know, they do a really good job of, you know, keeping spirits high, you know, still having all the energy that we can have. Even though we are down, I mean, it's still football and you still got to have fun with it. It's really just a game at the end of the day. And I think that, um, you know, we've really progressed over the past couple of years of being able to be down and also, you know, fight through the adversity, whatever it is, and just, you know, keep playing, keep keep hacking at it. And, you know, usually it ends up pretty good because we have some great players and uh, the leadership from, you know, our older guys has uh, stepped up a lot too. Who, is, who are some of those guys in your locker room that you kind of look towards to, to provide that leadership and, and kind of hype you guys up, especially, you know, in that situation you were talking about? Yeah, I mean, we have obviously like uh, Manny Ragumba. He's somebody that, you know, always brings juice, always has a lot of energy. Jalen Walker, Jack Sorensen, Danny Godlevsky, Tommy Doyle, all those older guys have had a ton of experience. They understand that, you know, if that energy gets sucked out early when you get down, you know, you're not going to be able to play as well, you know. So like I said, it's a, it's a, just the game and you go out and have fun. And at the end of the day, I think we had better players. And I think that, um, you know, we had the opportunity to just keep that positive energy rolling, you know, throughout the entire game. Sure. Um, looking ahead, you guys play Buffalo next. You also uh, got the win. And, uh, you know, I had a pretty solid defense as well. Look ahead a little bit to that game. Uh, you guys are on uh, Tuesday night and just – you know, the, the challenge, the next challenge for you guys? Yeah, I mean, the Buffalo, they're, they're very good. They're up front. Uh, D-line is very talented. They have some big dudes, and they're all very fast, very good. Um, we know they're going to line up, and they're going to play their defense. And, you know, I think we're going to have a good game plan against them. I think that we can't get away from who we are. I think we just got to play our game, you know, keep hacking away at it, like I said before, just because we know what they're going to probably be in, you know, pre-snap, and we just got to execute after I, yeah. I have another one here. Sure, you just, yeah. 
the thing that, that I would definitely want to ask before I forget here, because I'm very forgetful, Eric will tell you, yeah. is, you know, we, we started this um, season, restart season, whatever you want to call it, you know, in, in true Mac fashion, playing in midweek football and being on national TV and everything, and we'll be the same next week. As, as a student athlete, what does that mean to you to have the opportunity not only to come back and that we're playing football now, but to be on the stage? I mean, we're following the social accounts and in our command center here in the office Wednesday night, and things were just blowing up. And to see the Mac get such notoriety as being kind of the only ticket in town, what's that mean to you guys, you know, in the locker room? And do you talk about that at all? Like, hey, we have a chance on national TV here. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's awesome because, you know, considering spring ball got canceled, you know, we only got three practices in. And then we came back in the summer, worked super hard, followed all the COVID guidelines. You know, it's just been a crazy year. Like, as everybody's been going through it. And it just means a lot, you know, to finally get some, you know, recognition, being able to go out, play football, having people watch you, you know, on national TV. It means a lot. And it's really because, you know, we work so hard and we've been so dedicated to the craft of football you know, staying prepared, keeping our bodies ready. Um, it's just, it's awesome to be able to get back out there. Honestly, I, I can speak for pretty much everybody. No, and I mean, you mentioned that it's been such a crazy year. I guess my, my question is, do you guys have, you know, a, a changed expectation, you know, from last year after winning a MAC championship? Do you guys, you know, expect, you know, that next man up mentality kind of, you know, to still, you know, you're still going to go out there and, and be your best no matter what the case yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, it's like I said before, we just don't want to get away from who we are. You know, we have obviously have great players, but something that we do really well is um, fight through adversity. You know, we have each other's backs all the time. And I think that's very important when it comes to all this stuff that's been going on. You know, people have tested positive. People have, you know, been injured. We've had some bad injuries. And you know, we've had a lot of guys step up. And it just shows that, you know, when you have older guys leading, most of the younger guys, they understand the standard, you know. And I think that it's very important and yeah, it's, it's a pretty cool thing to watch. Well, one thing we definitely try to do on this podcast is we, we uh, saw you perform on Wednesday and know about all that game performance and, and like talking football, but we also want to know about you off the field. So, you know, a guy who hasn't been talked about, I mean, let's just call it what it is until you yeah. play it on Wednesday. Tell us a little bit about AJ off the field and, you know, what you like to get into outside of your time in football. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I really enjoy just because of the schedule we have. Um, I really just enjoy going home sometimes and just hanging out with my family. You know, I don't see them that much. And, uh, you know, it means a lot when I can go home and just spend some quality time. But um, outside of that, I, I enjoy the outdoors a lot, hiking, hunting, fishing, uh, anything that gets me outside of the house and gets me away from all this COVID stuff. But um, I, I've always been a sports person. I like playing pickup basketball. I played basketball in high school. Um, you know, anything that, you know, is competitive, honestly, I, I take, uh, take full advantage of that when I can compete. Um, I mean, that's pretty much it. I don't really do a lot of stuff. I'm a pretty simple guy. I don't mm -hmm. do too much, too much outside of football and, and school, but. If, uh, if Jeremy and I were go, to go to Edgewood, Kentucky and, and visit the town, what, what would be the first thing we would need to do or go to? Oh, man. There's not a lot in Edgewood, Kentucky. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> where is I, it? There, there really isn't anything in Northern Kentucky make, or like make, making Kentucky. our way to Cincinnati. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're going to make your way to like, you know, Covington, Newport, something like that. Go get some nice food. 
there's some really cool restaurants and uh you know newport on the levee is really cool they have a bunch of different stuff you can do if you're just having a family night you know you're going on a date or something like that but um i mean in edgewood kentucky there's really not too much it's it's a pretty you know there's a couple of schools i mean there's there's not that much to be honest you see you seem like you like that kind of stuff though you seem to keep to yourself type of type of guy anyway so yeah absolutely i mean i'm not i don't need a lot of hype i don't need a lot of yeah. attention or anything like that i just like laying low and kind of enjoy myself keeping my my mind at peace that's awesome stuff what what, what do you uh you said you're a hunter and fisher like give us give us your best hunting or fishing story you have one everyone every uh, hunter and fisher got a story right yeah no this <laughs> this past summer actually we uh me and two of my buddies uh ben kimbler and jack Sorensen, we went to a pond in uh in Ohio and we actually I actually caught my biggest bass I caught like a 7.3 pound bass and they were there with me to experience it it was pretty fun it was uh it was something cool to experience just with those guys and you know getting away from football and just enjoying time you know because there wasn't a lot to do this summer you know we were trying to stay away from a bunch of people you know try to stick together and uh I caught my biggest bass ever this summer so you uh do you do you cook bass or do you throw it back or what you know i just throw it back yeah okay. i just i just enjoy the you know the peace the chase. of it and yeah, yeah. The chase of you know there's always one bigger out there to catch yeah he's, he's all in it for the sport respect I get, no i get it respect. <laughs> gotta save those fit man for yep. sure yeah we've had jack on this show uh i think right after the championship last year uh another great guy uh you seemed all uh you know it's always good to have a Red Hawk on here. Mo moving forward, just what are you guys as teammates in dealing, unfortunately, asking the pandemic question here, but how do you guys stay with it here? And, and like you mentioned, you guys like to stay away. You, you've tried to stay away. I know it's obviously you're not staying away at practice, but what what are you guys all trying to do as a team uh, together so that you're like, hey, we, we want to get all six of these games in and we're going to do it to the best of our ability to, to lay low and, and keep that focus. Yeah, I mean, I think I think one big thing is, you know, just sticking with the people you live with, honestly. You know, try not to see anybody outside. I know there's been some teams that have gotten in trouble with the COVID stuff when their parents come and visit or when people come in. Um, you know, it, it, you don't know where it's going to be spread to, honestly. You never know where the origin is. And I think that something that we do really well is just, you know, sticking together. We all get tested. You know, we're all safe about that. You know, not going out, not doing anything outside of football and school, honestly. Um, you know, if you if you want to get all six games, then that's what you have to do. Even if you are, you know, being as careful as possible, like there's still a chance that you could get it, you know. Coach Martin always says, act like everybody has COVID, you know, and I think that's something that we do really well, uh, just trying to, you know, take any precaution not to get it. You mentioned, you know, you like to go home and spend time with your family. Uh, I don't know if it's, I think it's your brother who, who plays for Notre Dame right yes, now. Has, has, he, has he been home and, and maybe you guys been able to chat football and what's going on with him? Yeah, I mean, me and we, we just talk on FaceTime, you know, we talk every week a bunch. I mean, he's like, I've already been through the process of being a freshman. He's going through it right now, you know, mm -hmm. with school and, uh, you know, trying to do all that time management stuff. And so, you know, we talk a lot and, uh, I'm very proud of him. He's had a great, great first couple of games. And, um, you know, with my family, you know, I don't get to go home as much, obviously, because I'm just trying to, you know, stick stick with the team here and stick to what our plan is. And um, but me and Mike, we talk all the time. And, you know, I think he's doing pretty well.
what was uh, what was the biggest piece of advice you gave to him? Uh, you know, just entering the college football realm. Yeah, I mean, I think the biggest thing is time management. You know, he's he's at Notre Dame. He's majoring in business, and he's got a lot of stuff going on. You know, whenever you feel like you don't want to do something, I always tell him, do just do something. You know, yeah. homework, whatever it is. You know, work a couple of days in advance just to get make sure that you're not you know swamped with all this stuff because you gotta stay prepared for uh, the team coming up. And another thing I said, I just get better every day. Don't look forward. Don't look back. You know, if you make a mistake, it's okay. You know, everybody makes mistakes. What practice is for. Um, but in college football, you got to just get better every day. That's the biggest focus. Sure. My, my one last question for you. Uh, I was actually on the media call with Coach Martin this morning. Coach Martin always, uh, I mean, he, he cracks me up, to be honest. I love uh, – once he gets going on something, I mean, yeah. his stories and everything are, are tremendous. And, uh, you know, that's, we, we love that guy for that. But well, do you have a, do you have a coach Martin story, uh, whether it's recruiting within a game uh, or just bringing up how he is during the game? He always mentions, you know, a halftime speech, which I don't, I don't know if he gives much of a halftime speech. Uh, I mean, what, just overall, what kind of guys do you like to play for? And if you do have a story, that'd be great. Okay, yeah. I mean, uh, one story that was just who Coach Martin is, he's, he's a big family guy. You know, he has a lot of passion for his family. And, uh, you know, I, I think he tries to make it to where we're all one family. But during recruiting, when he came and visited me for my in-home visit, uh, he actually offered my brother Michael, you know. So he was in our house, and he we were all together, and he said, you know, we want you to – play here at Miami and that point Michael was a sophomore so he didn't really know what he was doing or anything like that but I mean it just shows that you know he he cares about everybody he cares about how everybody's doing how everybody's feeling you know and especially uh with the team now he he just cares so much about the team and he loves us and I think that um you know it means a lot of playing for a coach like that that's awesome well AJ this this was great uh great getting to know more about you and and, uh, you know, look forward to, to watching the Red Hawks more uh, on Tuesday night against Buffalo and, and seeing you out there more. Uh, I don't know, you know, the whole story with Brett, but we uh, we don't need to get into that right now. And, and focus is on, uh, you know, you you moving forward and, and you know, best, best of luck to you and your teammates once again to have a, a safe season and a great season. So thanks again for sharing. Thank you very much. Yeah, I appreciate yeah. it. Thanks for having me on. Have Take a good care. one. Well, there you have it, A.J. Mayer, Miami Redhawks quarterback. Uh, you know, seems like a very calm, cool, and collected guy, which is if you want any kind of uh, backup quarterback coming in in the middle of the game, you want a guy that's calm, cool, and collected. Exactly. If you got a guy who's uh, a patient fisher and, and hunter, you got a great quarterback in my book. So uh, yeah. it, was, it was great talking to A.J. It was. It, 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 it was. Um, are you a big fisher? Do you fish? Have you ever heard? <laughs> No, I can't. I can't say I do. Like I said, I don't. I don't have the patience for it. You know, it's just not. It's not something I could spend eight hours doing and not catching anything. I would like to to drink some beers on a boat, though. That's a different. Well, I, was, I was gonna say. So I uh, went uh, a number of years back. Went with a bunch of uh, my buddies up like four hours north of Toronto, Canada, mm -hmm. on a fishing trip. I had never fished in my life, and I should have <laughs> told AJ this story, I guess, but. Um, and I was the guy, uh, no one else fished. And I got in the boat and I couldn't even tie, you know, I couldn't even yeah. put the fish on. 
And uh, I remember putting the, the lure out there and I'm trying to do everything. I'm like, oh, I think I got something. I got something. I reeled it in. It was a little fish, right? And we were using live bait. And the guy's like, uh, no, that's what you put on here at the that's start. I, I, had thought, I had thought I caught a fish when in, uh, when in all actuality, it was just the bait that I started with. So Honest, honestly, my favorite fishing story is the one Frank Solich told us about last summer. Yeah. Oh yeah. Tremendous. He caught that like blue marlin. So yeah, yeah. Um, Multi-talented yeah. guys in this league. I'll tell you that. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. Um, but yeah, it was great to hear from him. Seems like a, a great guy who uh, is gonna gonna make the most out of this opportunity yep. uh, while he has it. And uh, you know, there there was definitely um, you know no drop drop off in Red Hawks production uh, when it came time for him to step in. So. You know, great, great to hear from him and his story and just, uh, you know, his his mindset uh, of getting called on when it was his time. Absolutely. And uh, obviously, we'll be back on, on Tuesday to talk to you guys to preview a couple of the games uh, happening on Tuesday and obviously the Wednesday games as well. I'm not sure who our guest is going to be. We'll have to, we'll have to figure that out. But uh, look forward to talking to you guys uh, again on Tuesday to preview some of these games. And uh, until then, Jeremy, what do you say we get some action? get some action and, and i will say you know we're gonna if you make it actually to the end of our episodes uh you know weigh in weigh in on our accounts and tell us who you want to hear from we tried to put something out there we're still trying to grow our account uh about guests but you know if there's someone in the media if there's someone uh, that that's out there that you want to see we want to hear from you so you know hit follow call to action uh tweet at us over there we read everything and if you have someone after the games that you're like, hey, I'd really like to hear from this guy, let us know. Uh, and and uh, Or girl, I should say, yeah. as we get into all of our sports. Um, but, you know, we'll, we'll always take some requests of, of who you all want to hear from. So, yeah, let's, uh, let's get back after it on Tuesday night and get some action. Get some action. Return of the man. Return of the man. Come on. Return of the man. Oh, my God. You know that I'll be back.